his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Hello, fellow patriots, fellow occupants of the basket of deplorables. Great to have you along. As we kick off the 5 o'clock follies, the most heavily commuted and as a result, most heavily congested hour of the Bobby Mack Show. Great to have you here. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Just grab the phone and use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Or if you prefer to text me, Use the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. Night number two on tap right up the road in Charlotte for the Republican National Convention. And joining me now to talk about it is David Bossy. He is Trump 2020 senior advisor. You may remember David from his work with Citizens United. And in fact, he was the former deputy campaign manager in 2016. David, how are you doing this Tuesday? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. You, you bet. My pleasure. Big night last night, uh, and and I thought that uh, maybe what resonated uh, the most were, uh, fortunately for us, uh, representatives from South Carolina, former Governor Nikki Haley, uh, sitting U.S. Senator Tim Scott, and the testimony from from uh, former NFL great Herschel Walker. All I thought went a long way towards refuting the uh, progressive Marxist argument from the left that President Trump is a racist. Well, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that uh, the, the American people are, they get it. They know that the Democrats don't have a positive policy agenda for them. They know that all they have and have heard for the last four years is hate for President Trump and that they really hate this president more than they love the country. And they're willing to do things uh, that really damage this nation. And, uh, you know, we've never been here before in in politics. And it's really an unfortunate I just I I just regret it. I I find it to be, you know, for eight years, uh, people like myself, uh, you know, worked hard to defeat uh, Barack Obama in two presidential elections. We worked mm-hmm. in between uh, to try to defeat some of their policy agendas or make it, you know, more palatable. Uh, and and you win some, you lose some. But right. you didn't you didn't do what they are doing. And this they are doing damage to our republic. They're doing damage to the democracy that we hold dear with their lies and their perpetration of the hate uh, and the violence. 
that they've brought upon Trump supporters, that they have brought to the streets of Seattle and Portland and Chicago and other cities. You know, we got, we have it in Oshkosh uh, or, or, you know, in Wisconsin now. It is really a shame. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm, you know, I think uh, I share a lot of people's uh, sentiment that I'm, I'm sorry that we've gotten to this point, and I don't know how we get it back. Yeah, I, I don't either. I mean, how do we walk back uh, the uh, the attacks from the left that have been never ending, uh, beginning, of course, with, you know, the false Russia collusion narrative and then the Mueller investigation on, and $30 million and two day. years later? Yeah, on, on, on Election Day. They never right. st- this president never got even a honeymoon period of his, uh, you know, of his transition. It, it literally has been nonstop since Election Day that they remember the old thing about Trump. President or Donald Trump, before he was elected, is not going to accept the results of the election. <laughs> right. Guess what? The Democrats never accepted the results of the election. Yeah. Ever. Not right. for one minute. And yeah. it's really a shame. And, you know, we're, we're really in a position here where you look at what the, you look at what the left is doing to the women and men in blue and just use that as a microcosm of what they are doing overall to our country the attacks physical and verbal mm-hmm. on the men and women who serve us every day and put their lives on the line every single day before all of this and we honor we are supposed to honor them and their service and what their families go through every day for for decades now for since the dawn of our republic and and these Democrats. Um, and where is Joe Biden? He isn't saying one word right. about protecting the lives, protecting their the police officers' families. Even their families are in danger. It is outrageous. And President Trump stands tall, uh, it, you know, in his defense of the women and men in, in, in our police departments, whether they're local, you know, county, municipal, sheriffs, state troopers. Uh, you know, it just doesn't matter if you, um, you know, if you wear the uniform, the president has your back. And I think they know that. Yeah. And and I think they're scared of it. And that's why we get uh, people like uh, Skeletor, uh, Nancy Pelosi, making a statement that <laughs> <laughs> the GOP are yeah. the, enem- the enemies of the state. I said earlier, David, that I think uh, Pelosi was affected by a case of uh, Joe Biden inability to read the prompter. What she really meant to say was that the GOP are the enemies of the deep state. Yeah, no, that's right. You look at what's going on in our country today, and you know, and what what they what those deep state actors, the really bad actors within the government, are have been doing and are doing, right? You know, continuously, including the the part of the fake Russia collusion. You know, fake story and lie, uh, and then and then of course the Ukraine business, which turned out to be a lie, right. is is really really remarkable. So I think that we have to do our best uh, as a country to you know move ourselves past it. But it's hard. It's yeah, hard. You look it at is. What they but do to what they've but, been doing to him, and and it's offensive. To a lot of Americans. Yeah, it certainly is. And 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 I think a lot of people are, frankly, angered by that. We're talking with David Bossie. It's Trump 2020 senior advisor. 
As I look at, at the issues going forward, David, in the couple of months that remain before we actually go and vote, uh, it seems to, to me, from, from my perspective, just what I can see, uh, that the economy is, is going to be obviously an issue. And certainly what the president accomplished miraculously in the first three years before the China flu emerged uh, is a great talking point. We saw the new home sales numbers today, best they've been since 1996. And the other, of course, is law and order. And, and that is front and center right now, isn't it? it yeah, it really is. And, and so, look, we have an economic um you know boone that's coming back i mean he built an economy that is uh you know second to none uh you know and and it's colorblind good economic policy is colorblind sure it it, it, it benefits every american and so if you look at the at the uh it, it, what has happened during the first four years of this administration and what this president has done uh, the, for the highest employment rates, the lowest unemployment rates, you know, and across all sectors, right. really, and, and, and real wages going up for the first time, and, and the Dow and mm-hmm. retirements. People, those kitchen table issues are, are how do we get our economy back, and, and who's better to do that? How do we, when we call 911, we need them to answer, and we need them to be able to respond. Right, and, and not send a social worker out. Yeah. <laughs> right, because when you've been murdered or when your house has been robbed, uh, it, it, it doesn't help anybody. And this, this whole uh, you know, social experiment that they're trying here mm-hmm. is going to fail miserably. And it, unfortunately, it doesn't help your average American when these left-wing socialists are doing these experiments with your lives, right. with your tax dollars. Well, tonight should be another barn burner. And, and again, you know, it, it's disgusting to me, David, to see the way the media treats the first lady. I mean, she remakes the Rose Garden in the image of what Jacqueline Kennedy, who I believe was a Democrat, did when the Rose Garden was first constructed in the early part of the 1960s. She does that, and they attack her for that. I mean, there, there is nothing good that anyone named Trump can do in the eyes of the media. No, that, you, you hit it right on the head, and it's really it's, – the American people get it. They know. They know and understand that, um, uh, that, that the media is now a super PAC, if you will, for right. the Democrat Party. Yeah. They will do anything and say anything to help Joe Biden win. And, and, and so President Trump's not just running a campaign against uh, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. He's running it against, you know, all of the forces of the deep state. He's running it against Joe Biden, if, you know, if, depending on the day. And then he's running it against the Democrat Party, but he's also running it against the media establishment. Yeah, and sad is, but true. It's a big force. To, it's a big force to, 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 to contend with. Well, it should be a big night tonight in Charlotte. The first lady will be speaking. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who I think has been doing a terrific job. Uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, uh, Iowa's Governor Kim Reynolds, uh, Eric Trump, Tiffany Trump, uh, the list goes on and on. And and I think that uh, as we proceed through to the week to Thursday, when the president will do the formal acceptance of uh, the, the nomination for a second term, uh, it, it's, it's going to be certainly a major league improvement over the infomercial 
that the uh, Democrats <laughs> offered last week where everybody would have been, if it was on the web, they would have been hitting skip ads. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's very funny. Yeah, I think that that's right. You know, look, last week was a snoozer. They don't have, as I said, a positive policy agenda, and all they have is anger and hate, and yeah. that came out. Uh, you know, and then they got Sleepy Joe trying to give a speech, um, and you know it's just not—he's not capable. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and, and and by the way, look, his speech was fine. The media wants to make it into a great speech, right? Uh, whatever. My point is, when you're hiding in your basement and you have nothing but 24 hours a day, seven days a week to practice that speech for the last right. four months. It's yeah. not exactly a, a you know a job well done. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really a job fully expected, right? Like, yeah. If you can't do, I mean, if you can, if 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 they are applauding you for not throwing up on yourself. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, it's really, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I said the media, you know, the bar had been set so low with Joe because of his obvious problems in uh, communicating where he couldn't put together an intelligible sentence that when he finally did deliver a 20 minute speech uh, that he still managed to foul up a couple of times, they treated it as if it was the Gettysburg address. That's exactly right. I mean, that, that's, you know, I just, I, I, you know, Joe Biden's been in politics for you know, almost 50 years, um, you know, and, and I know you're the guy who asked the questions. I'm not. But <laughs> what's his greatest accomplishment? Yeah. Like, can you answer? Like, can you I mean, you're a guy, you're a guy who pays attention. So right. What's his what is Joe Biden's greatest accomplishment in public service? I, I, you know, I mean, other than being a senator and being vice president. OK, OK. Now. Once we've moved past the two titles, yeah. what's his biggest accomplishment? And, and, and it's a hard thing to answer. It really is. Yeah. Well, he managed to get his kid $1.5 billion worth of uh, <laughs> CCRP money. You know, that, well was, done. that was a pretty good move. <laughs> hey, hey. I'd like a, I'd like my dad to do that. That <laughs> yeah. would be awesome. You and me both. David Bossy, right he's a Trump. <laughs> He's a Trump 2020 senior advisor. We're looking forward to night number two from Charlotte, David. And uh, thanks, as always, uh, for your time and your expertise in talking about all of this. Hey, anytime. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. 19 after 5 here. On, well, actually, 520 now here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on here on Tuesday on WORD. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back. 526 here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show. As I mentioned before, we went to the news at the uh, top of the hour before I was joined by David Bossy from Charlotte at the uh, RNC convention. Uh, this uh, Jacob Blake, uh, the man shot by police in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, the attack on him by uh, the police officers, or the shooting, I should say, of him by the uh, police officers, uh, causing the uh, several nights of rioting that have been going on there, Sunday night and last night as well. Uh, Andy No, who is an independent reporter uh, who has been following uh, Antifa for uh, a long time, for more than a year uh, on their activities in uh, Seattle and Portland and the rest. Andy No posted on Twitter today, Jacob Blake, the man shot by police in Kenosha, Wisconsin, has a history of assaulting police. He also has past charges for domestic abuse and a sex crime. There was a warrant for his arrest that was active at the time he was stopped. BLM rioters currently destroying the city to avenge the shooting. Police say they were responding to a domestic disturbance when Blake was gunned down as he entered his car while his children uh, were sitting in the back seat of the vehicle amid the uh, anarchic violence which has since erupted in Kenosha. Uh, Donald Trump Jr retweeted the post I just shared with you by journalist Andy No, which detailed Blake's criminal history. Uh, Mr. No is a reporter known for his coverage of street protests in the U.S., including those by left-wing groups like Antifa and BLM. Um, his post included a report claiming Mr. Blake had been arrested for pulling a gun on a customer in a bar and allegedly caused soft tissue damage to a cop during the subsequent arrest. Uh, Mr. No also references an arrest warrant in Mr. Blake's name. Uh, Trump Jr. also posted a video from YouTube showing BLM arsonists appearing to set fire to a car dealership in Wisconsin. Now this story said that uh, uh, the allegations had not been independently verified, but uh, the National Pulse, a, another website, was able to access uh, Wisconsin Circuit Course uh, Circuit Court online records and a Jacob Ace uh, Jacob S Blake same age and an address in the same exact block where the shooting occurred had a warrant issued for his arrest on July 7th on pending accusations of misdemeanor criminal trespass to a to a dwelling with domestic abuse also charged felony third degree sexual assault with domestic abuse and misdemeanor disorderly conduct with domestic abuse. A support action was dismissed. The only other case that comes up is for not having a driver's license. That warrant was issued on July 6th of this year. Further information about Mr. Blake reveals a history of violence and gun use, including pulling a gun at a bar and resisting arrest and causing injury to a police officer. A 2015 story in the uh, newspaper, the Racine Eye, described how Racine police say canine dozer 
had to help officers take a man into custody when the man refused to go quietly after he pulled a gun at a local bar. The man was described as Jacob Blake, 24, of Racine, which makes him the same age as the man shot by police. Uh, he had a recent warrant out for his arrest. It becomes understandable why police felt they may have been at risk, especially given Blake's continued defiance of their orders. Uh, his Facebook page, the cover image, is a picture of police officers uh, with pig masks on in police uniform. The story further alleges Blake and two women were at the Brass Monkey Tavern when Blake got into an argument with another customer and pulled a handgun. Blake pointed the gun at the other man and the magazine fell to the floor. The bartender told Blake to leave and he did, but then pointed the gun through the window at customers inside the bar. Police stopped Blake in a high-risk traffic stop but he exited the SUV and started walking toward officers, ignoring commands to get down on the ground. That's when officers forced him to the ground and used a canine when he kept resisting. Um, again, as has happened in similar instances, this is someone who is uh, not unaccustomed to interactions with the police. 531, Annie is ready to go with the news. I'm right back on the other side here on the Tuesday edition on WORD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Welcome back. Great to have you along. Appreciate uh, the whiff, bumper to bumper here in the five o'clock follies on the Bobby Mack show. 22 before six o'clock. So now uh, we've got the uh, mask mandate extended for another 60 days in uh, the city of uh, Greenville. We haven't talked much about uh, COVID today, so I guess we should work our way around to it. This is August the 25th, right? So now we're, we're going to have the uh, mask mandate in effect almost until Halloween, uh, which, which uh, suggests to me maybe we should just go ahead and, and go to Halloween masks early. You know, uh, it, it uh, shot in the arm for the economy, all the, uh, the Halloween uh, stuff that uh, comes out. You know, they're probably going to be hurt this year. Won't be that much trick-or-treating, I would think. So uh, maybe we can uh, give them a shot in the arm. I'll just go and get a, a Trump mask, and I'll wear that everywhere. And see if anybody uh, running any of these businesses insists that I take it off. Speaking <laughs> about Halloween. Yeah. I saw something online that said if trick-or-treating is going to be canceled. Right that all the kids need to dress up in their yard, and then all of us adults drive around and throw candy at them. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Hey, it's great. Yeah, I kind of like that. That would, that would be good. Now, on to uh, COVID-19. Uh, I got an uh, email today from uh, Dwayne, and he says, uh, read this article, uh, Harvard release COVID-19 public forecasts. Okay, and then it has the long link to the uh, to the address. And uh, Dwayne writes, the problem with all the models, and you remember, of course, Fauci with his models from uh, the London Medical College uh, that uh, predicted uh, two million Americans were going to die. The problem with all the models is the ad- objective of trying to control equals minimize the number of cases. And that is the worst possible objective when you consider all the unintended consequences to community health and economic impact. What the objective should be is to control the number of deaths or at worst, uh, the number of hospitalizations. Herd immunity should be the target. So trying to minimize is the upside down objective. I've read that scientists think 50 to 60% is required for herd immunity and that frankly i think is ridiculous it doesn't fit the data that we're seeing it is instead very politically motivated for south carolina i believe about 20 percent is the target DHEC estimates we are at about 800,000 cases south carolina has a population of five million so we're getting there that is why the number of cases curve as erroneous as it might be with inflated numbers, is gradually decreasing. The start of the school year should be looked at as an opportunity to reach herd immunity. School should be five days a week. Continue to practice social distancing plus protection of our older citizens. Masks don't work because people mishandle them. Reaching herd immunity plus minimizing serious cases should be the goal. Get the economy going again should also be a goal. Now, the uh, 
incredible overreach that we've seen in some of these Democrat and some not Democrat uh, controlled states and municipalities is just so over the top uh, as to not even be recognizable in America. Case in point, round-the-clock diner co-owners Demos and Christos Sacarellos discuss being fined for reopening against state orders and opening a case against Pennsylvania's Governor Tom Wolf. As the coronavirus pandemic rages, killing nearly 180,000 Americans and counting, and counting, states and localities are using a wide array of increasingly severe measures to enforce their coronavirus directives, both directly and indirectly related to protecting public health. From inspectors enforcing social distancing in restaurants to calls to social services over virtual truancy, there are few aspects of American life that are not touched by government crackdowns aimed at slowing the spread of the coronavirus and ensuring compliance with related rules. In measures directly related to keeping the disease curve flat, Michigan has been dealing out hefty fines to businesses that are not complying with a state's coronavirus guidelines. This according to the Detroit News. This includes a $6,300 fine to a gas station where employees were wearing their face masks incorrectly or not at all, did not provide free face masks to its employees, conduct health training or screenings, or have a coronavirus response plan. Michigan also leveled similar fines on a UPS facility that didn't ensure proper social distancing, among other coronavirus-related violations, a gym that was open despite the government order requiring it to be closed, and a contractor whose employees were not social distancing or wearing masks. In New York City, Eater, New York, reported that some bars are having their liquor licenses revoked after only single vague warnings and others are voluntarily closing because they're concerned about state liquor inspectors showing up unannounced to ask for proof that customers had ordered food with their alcoholic beverages. We were scared of everyone who would show up with a backpack said Will Wyatt, a co-owner of Mr. Paradise, a cocktail bar in the East Village. People would finish their meals and we wouldn't even clear their tables. The New York City Hospitality Alliance said last week that the New York City Health Department is starting to inspect restaurants as well, but the inspectors will be letting restaurants know they're coming in advance. The department is doing away with fines, but restaurants may be closed as a temporary measure to protect public health if hazardous conditions are observed and cannot be corrected before the end of the inspection. New York is also in the process of setting up an inspection regime for gyms in the city, according to their coronavirus website. There is more on this, and I'll finish it up when we come right back on the other side. Plus, the uh, New York Times has a warning for Sleepy Joe, a creepy hair sniffer, uh, about uh, what he's saying to the media. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday.
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, if uh, you'd like to turn on the uh, television set tonight and see a really good-looking woman, a very bright, good-looking woman, uh, Melania Trump will be delivering the keynote address tonight in Charlotte, night number two of the uh, Republican National Convention. Uh, Quickly, let me get to the phones here and bring in uh, Randy, who is in Fountain Inn. Hi, Randy, and welcome to the program. Thanks, Bob Mack. I hope you're having a good day. Yes, sir. Hope you are, too. Uh, You're talking about the statistics that DHEC keeps putting out, and I've been tracking those for about two months now and doing just simple math on them. Okay. And what I'm seeing very clearly is if you take the total number of positive cases Mm -hmm. and divide the total number of hospitalizations, you get a percent. That percent has been going steadily down. For the past two months, it is currently less than 1% of the positive cases are hospitalized. Which tells me we're already there at herd herd immunity. uh, immunity. Yes, I lost track of thought. Yeah, I mean, you uh, would certainly think so. And at the very least, you know, if herd immunity is the goal, and, and as apparently you and I both believe it should be, uh, then is the 60-day additional uh, mandated mask wearing, uh, is that uh, working towards that goal, or is it uh, in opposition to it? No, it's in opposition to it simply because the hospitalizations going down has nothing to do with preventative measures. Preventative mm-hmm. measures keep people from getting it. It mm-hmm. doesn't affect who is having to be hospitalized yeah. from the virus. Exactly so, correct. I, I mean, it's, nothing, it's doing nothing, basically, and that's what I'm so ticked off about. I mean, they keep blowing these numbers. Just, all they do is total numbers, total numbers, total numbers. Right. And, and yet, you know, when we hear, Randy, about uh, cases uh, in Florida where uh, one hospital had reported something like uh, – 400 cases and it turned out to be four uh, because of a clerical error and we we hear about uh, the guy who was killed in a motorcycle accident and another guy who was shot in the head who were tallied up as COVID-19 victims uh, it makes you wonder about the veracity of the numbers themselves yeah it, it does and like I started doing percentage of population of South Carolina to the number of cases but mm-hmm. because of those errors in and erroneous things and can people twice because they've tested positive twice the right same person and all that stuff also yes. i've heard of individuals i know these these individuals for sure have got they made an appointment to get a test filled out the appropriate paperwork went to the appointment sat and sat and sat and finally mm-hmm. gave up and left without a test 
a week later, they get a notice that they tested positive, <laughs> yet they never had a test. Yeah, and, and I know it. And, and the number of instances where I've heard of that happening, Randy, uh, the number is legion. It just goes on over the horizon. Yeah, it's getting to the point that these numbers are getting ridiculous. Yeah. And, and all they're doing is to try to spread fear. That's simply all they're doing. They, they certainly are politicizing it. Uh, to the nth degree. I think uh, nobody could argue that point. Randy, thanks very much for sharing your data with us. I appreciate you joining us this evening. Uh, 5.55 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quickly wrapping up this business of this overreaching, uh, tyrannical stuff that's uh, going on uh, in in terms of uh, business restrictions. Uh, The Boston Globe reporting earlier this month that social workers have fielded dozens of neglect charges against families related to to apparent virtual truancy, children not participating in their remote classes. The paper reported that the calls were largely made against families in poor and minority communities where people sometimes do not have as much access to computers or Internet resources as people do in wealthier neighborhoods, which... Again, makes perfect sense. Where we are at with remote learning, well-off families, planning pods, low-income families, having child neglect cases open against them for the kids' failure to log on for virtual classes, says Alec McGinnis, uh, a reporter for ProPublica, who commented on the Boston Globe story. Uh, The email adds, we really do do hope that all families give our public schools a chance to show what we can do. We have wonderful teachers who provide excellent instruction, even in an online environment. Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, But if you're in a a home, in a lower-income community, you're supposed to access this stuff. Um, Other school districts, for those who choose to participate in online schooling, are requiring parents to sign papers saying they will not listen to their child's classes. Tennessee Star reported this in the Rutherford County Schools in Tennessee, requiring parents to sign a waiver in order to prevent them from overhearing confidential information at other kids, but after pushback, modified the policy to allow parents to watch classes, but ban them from recording them. A lot of this stuff is just, sad to say, overreach, and that's putting it nicely. One more to go. The bonus hour still ahead here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.